are up to in, to the, in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, in volume 10, we're letter number 3197. Baruch Hashem, dated the 17th day of Tevis, Tavshin Tezvav, Brooklyn, Sholem, Uvracha. So, here apparently it appears to me that this is a uh, student in the yeshiva, and um, the Rebbe uh, is is guiding him in some of his way of service of Hashem and what he needs to do. Uh, but the Rebbe says to him, "I'm very surprised. I'm wondering. I'm very surprised. How come you didn't write up till now? I guess he's asking some elementary or important." Uh, guidance from the Rebbe, why didn't you write till now? And especially, the Rebbe said, you actually recognize that time is, which is a loss that never comes back. If you lose time, you can't bring it back. It's a Veda, And as you yourself write, you write in your letter, that every day is precious. So, in that case, the Rebbe is basically making his case that you should be in contact earlier, not to leave any days out. However, there is a saying, ain't soya kimalov. We don't scream over the past, you know, whatever. The past, the bygone is bygone. So we're not going to complain about the bygone. But let it be the will of the Blessed Hashem that through diligent and studious and the Rebbe says, setting it in your soul and in time. Basically, make it a set thing, the study, and also a time, that it should be in a timely and a set in the soul. If you improve that, then you will at least partially fill that which was not done in the days past. So while the Rebbe quotes that you can't, fix the past, that time is a loss that you cannot bring back, but there is, through diligence and through studious, and by making it set in your soul, somewhat you are able to compensate, you are able to make up for what you missed. Now, he asked the Rebbe an advice, what to do with regards to the Dabnik. He doesn't feel like he connects to his prayers. He says, you know, he doesn't feel it in his mind, speech, and action. He doesn't feel what it is, and it doesn't basically affect him. So he's not, so he's, uh, he's asking the Rebbe some guidance how to deal with his lack of, I would say in one word, connecting with the Dominic. But the Rebbe says that is not a surprise because the Mishnah gives a rule. The Mishnah says before you start to daven, before you begin davening, you must have a koived roish. Koived roish literally means a heaviness of the head, what in this case Rashi explains what it means is to being subdued, to being humbled. 
you have to start your prayer by becoming humbled in a way before Hashem. So the Mishnah is, first it's an instruction that don't start davening, just jump into the davening. Prepare yourself to the davening properly in a way of becoming uh, uh, subdued and uh, uh, humbled. But this is not just an instruction. It also lets you know, this is also advice, that you cannot really have a proper prayer if you don't have first that idea of subjugation or the idea of Achno being subdued to Hashem, you won't be able to fully appreciate and get the Dabnik. How does a person get that level of being subdued and acceptance of Hashem? That cannot come by itself. Because a person naturally feels himself as an entity and you don't naturally want to subdue yourself to Hashem or to anybody. You just feel yourself as your own entity. And not only that, uh, we know, the Rebbe quotes from the Gemara, that the Yetzer Hara, the evil inclination, he has an earlier argument. It says the Yetzer Hara comes first to the person. And he argues first, so it's a... uh, it's an argument that you have to do something in order to help yourself get into the proper mood to connect to Hashem through prayers. So what's the advice? As it's said, our sages tell us, yes, I created the evil inclination, but I created also the spice and the medicine how to deal with the evil inclination which is the Torah, but also Torah Tavlin. The Hashem created the Torah as a medicine, as a spice to help you in your battle against the Yetzer Hara. The Torah also provides a medicine also for the self-centeredness and the sense of your own being, which brings to arrogance, that the arrogance come from that. So the Torah tells you, and there is parts of the Torah that you learn that help you subjugate yourself, that help you lower yourself to become more modest and more subdued and humble. And that's by studying uh, that can bring a person to being subdued and together being subdued does not mean to be depressed it means also to be davening with joy because our sages said you don't start to daven only from joy so on one hand you have to be subdued accepting Hashem's presence and knowing that you are serving Hashem for your own preparedness but also it must be done with joy. So what is it that you can learn that will give you both? It'll give you a feeling of being subdued 
and also a feeling of joy. I'll give you one guess. What is the Rebbe going to say? What is the learning you should learn? You should learn Hasidus. The Rebbe says you should learn Hasidus because that brings to love Hashem. And when you love Hashem, that brings about the joy. You're so happy to be serving Hashem. And also, it brings the fear of Hashem, uh, which brings the person to the level of being subdued and humbled. Uh, the both things, the person needs to bring the love of Hashem and the fear of Hashem. So the love of Hashem and the fear of Hashem through the teaching of Hasidus. Uh, the Rebbe adds also, so this this is actually perhaps, the Rebbe doesn't say it over here, and I'm not sure again the circumstances exactly, but this is one of the differences of Hasidus taught, taught and Musar. Musar will basically put you down so you don't have the Simcha, so you only have, you know, uh, being hard on yourself without bringing that other level of enthusiasm. I had one of the uh, boys came to Friday night, this is Friday night, and he later on related to me that it was such a, because we had a very good uh, Friday night joy, we were singing and dancing, and it was, he said, you know, that was like so, so special, so uplifting, you know, it was amazing. I don't want to say the name, but he came to me and told me that. So, this is the Rebbe saying, when you learn Hasidus, you get both of them. And the Rebbe says, if you do this, you know, on your own, and especially before the morning prayers, that will help you for the davening. And what do you do in the davening? And once it helps you with the davening, in the davening we actually say, what is the first request that we ask by Hashem when we do the Amidah. We ask from Hashem, first we praise Hashem in the first three blessings. But the first blessing that we start to ask, we ask Hashem, give us Chochma Bina Das. Give us wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. We ask that. That's the first of the middle brachas, which are what we need. So, what are we, why are we asking for intelligence, why are we asking for knowledge? That is that we should be able to spend time throughout the day uh, to have a set time of learning Hasidus, the Rebbe says, because that's going to follow the morning. And the Rebbe says that, the Alter Rebbe says, that the main thing is it should be set in your soul. In other words, it should not be a temporary, it should not be not important, it should be something which you feel is very important. And there is a rule, kavua eine bottle, that which is set does not become nullified. In halacha, there is sometimes uh, when you have a majority or more, things can become nullified in other things. So maybe when you're busy at work or busy throughout the day and you have to deal with all kinds of uh, different uh, distractions, so maybe your sense of 
connection to Hashem that you gained by the davening is going to get nullified in all of the majority of all these preoccupations and distractions. So that's why the Rebbe says, if it's set, when does something become nullified? If it's not in its place, but if it's set, if it's set in its own, nothing will be able to uh, negate it or override it and become bottle. And the Rebbe says, this applies to you and also applies to those who you can influence them. That they should learn as well. Because the Rebbe brings out that if a person has the opportunity to help to protest and stop somebody else uh, and you're not protesting, uh, that's a terrible sin. You get part of the sin. If you see somebody doing something bad and you have the possibility to stop them uh, and then you don't stop them, then that's no good. So the Rebbe is basically saying you have the responsibility because if you are able to stop them... I'm wondering exactly what he wrote to the Rebbe, what they were doing or something. I don't know. It seems a little bit that um, they uh, needed um, uh, some... Some, some guidance of what they were doing, but the Rebbe basically tells them that you have a greater responsibility than the other students. I, th- I think that is why. Because you come from a Chabad family. You stem from a Chabad family. <coughs> you have been given <coughs> special powers to impact in all the above. May the blessed Hashem succeed you. And the Rebbe concludes with a blessing, and this is in the name of the Rebbe. So, basically, the Rebbe advises uh, this person uh, to study diligently, make it a set time. But the Rebbe says you need to, the fact that you don't connect to the davening, you don't feel is because you need to prepare for that. It doesn't just come by itself. A person naturally is an entity by himself, and it's very hard. The Mishnah says you have to subdue yourself. You have to be humble. But you also have to be simcha at the same time. And that comes through the learning of Hasidus. And the Rebbe says, do it for yourself and for all the other peoples in your life as well.